Um, a lot of times you just get in front of the camera and you, you feel like you have to have it all laid out perfectly and you don't, I mean, you need to have a plan, but, uh, you don't have to be a professional about this. People don't want to see a professional. They want to see a news anchor, right? Yeah. They want to see you. We are live. Here we are. Hey, hey. what's up? Hey. Oh, man. Trying out some new software, so that's always fun. Um, let's see. We're going to double check it here. OBS. For all my people out there using OBS, say what's up. Uh, we're going to start our recording here. So what are we going to be talking about, Lauren, as I get everything going here? We are super excited to talk about overcoming the fear of going live. So we thought it'd be good to go live about this particular topic. That makes sense. Yeah. That absolutely makes sense. So it's not as scary as you think. No. Even when you have technical difficulties and all the things that are happening. So, um, all right. So I'm excited because we're using OBS and that is open broadcasts. System or services, one of those. Uh, we have used BeLive in the past, which we always recommended as a live service, but just started to have a lot of issues with uh, video and quality of the video and stuff like that. So um, this is actually going to be a live, uh, we're recording our podcast as well. And so we're kind of doing it at all. So you're getting to witness uh, everything kind of behind the scenes, right? Yeah, okay. absolutely. So I'm going to go through here. So if you're watching the replay... Um, we're gonna be. I'm gonna share this out as well on our, awesome. on our profiles here. Make sure we're all out there. And also, we have a poll. So if you're uh, on the, uh, the, we actually have somebody on watching right now. So throw a comment in. Um, but also take our poll question, which is, have you used Facebook Live before? Yeah. There might be a follow up one with, have you used Facebook Live for your business? That's a great follow up. I'm gonna make sure this is all going through again, using new software. We just want to make sure everything is correct. There we go. Sounds good. Is looking good. Very excited about this. Oh, I haven't published the the poll. (laughs) Thank you. All right. That way you can now actually take the poll. Oh, look at that. Fancy. Very, very fancy. I'm liking it. All right. I can hear my very southern voice coming through the microphone here. I'm going to go ahead and close that out. Boom. It's rock and roll. Yeah, I'm ready. ready. to go. We are recording on our board. We're recording on our camera. We're also recording on OBS. We have three different recordings yeah. as well as Facebook. So when we finish this, we're going to publish this video. And that one will be uh, our fourth recording. Always have a backup to everything. We're covered. Always have a backup. <laughs> So, um, okay. All right. Ready to rock and roll here. Let me get my system up. We're going to move this thing over. I'm very excited, especially if you guys have some questions about what kind of systems we use or what kind of processes or whatever. Um, we have all kinds of things. I love to talk tech, so definitely jump in there. (laughs) Um, if you want to talk some tech, I am all about talking that tech. So, all right, here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. Uh, This is the podcast dedicated to marketers, small business owners who are trying to do marketing differently. 
especially around live video, podcasting, all that, and putting out content marketing. One is to do it differently, right? Connecting with an audience, giving value, that type of thing. So if you're here and that's you, this podcast is for you. So um, I have the awesome Miss Lauren Lewis with me today. Hello. Good to have you here today, Lauren. And we're going to talk about something very... Uh, I don't know. It's I, it's becoming a normal thing in our society to obviously do f- like Facebook live video and different yeah. types of live video. But uh, we're going to talk about the fear of going live and how to overcome that fear, right? Yes, absolutely. It's something we run into all the time um, in our line of work where you are, a lot of people say that they are very afraid to click that live button. And we would love to just chat about how you can be confident to go live. And there's nothing really to fear or there's practical steps to get over that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the fun thing is, if you're not already first subscribed to our podcast, make sure you subscribe. Uh, give us a rating or review that obviously helps get that content out uh, to other people who are looking for it. But also, uh, if you're not following us on social media, we're actually doing this podcast live. So we're doing a live recording, talking about live and overcoming the fears of going live. Yeah. So much, <laughs> so much. It's just inception happening constantly. So uh, if you're listening to this after the fact or watching uh, the replay, uh, we do put these on Facebook, on Instagram, and also on YouTube. And so make sure that you uh, find us on those platforms, Go Rogue X. Usually it's go.rogue.x yeah. on Instagram, um, as well as Facebook and, and uh, YouTube. And, uh, and yeah, LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. Yeah, don't forget about LinkedIn. Oh, my goodness. So, but live, we're on Facebook right now. And yes. so uh, make sure to jump over there because we do this periodically. So we'd love to have you jump on in comments as we go through this. Yeah, so, absolutely. All right. So before we get into the content, though, I always like to start with something fun. What is that, Lauren? We always like to start our episodes with, what are you obsessed with this week? So, Brian, what are you obsessed with this week? Uh, so the last podcast we had, I uh, talked about my in-ears. Which I got, if you're watching a lot of video, I'm very excited about my in-air monitors. Everybody thinks they're hearing aids, apparently. <laughs> I will need those at some point. But now they're custom made. Yeah, they're so super cool. when I get old, actually, I think your ears grow. Yeah, they do. Anyway. All right. That would I don't know about way the off. inner ear, though. That uh, would be yeah, something true. crazy. I think that it's just the outside. Super weird. Oh. Anyway, uh, so that was my last one. But I've this week, um, I started using Invisalign. Mm-hmm. So I've partnered with um, one of our friends over at the Pediatric Dental Associates um, and Orthodontics. It makes sense as orthodontics at the end. Um, <laughs> and so I'm now doing – so they're actually they, – they help out adults as well as not just mm-hmm. kids. And so anyway, we got to talking and um, working with them to do my Invisalign. So I actually got that put in last week. And I have been consistent – Somebody told me, they're like, I'm just not disciplined enough to wear Invisalign. I'm like, I'm making sure because I'm very excited. had braces when I was a kid, didn't wear my retainer. Mm. So it just kind of all went back. And so I'm very excited for another opportunity to get my my teeth straightened, you know? That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren thinks it's hilarious. I don't think it's hilarious. It's just, it's funny how excited you are. (laughs) Um, But I actually was really impressed when you did get them that there was not a very noticeable difference in oh, yeah, the way that yeah. you talk. Hmm. I thought that was pretty impressive. I should have just worn them right now and just had, yeah, I did take them out by the way. Yeah. I'm not wearing them right now. Everyone, I should just wear them. Everyone's just looking for them. Now. Yeah. You're supposed <laughs> to wear them for 22 hours out of the day, which is a long time. It is a long time. But basically you're taking them out to eat. Yeah. You're not supposed to have like anything but water while you wear them. So my coffee, I'm having to like pop them out while I'm drinking my coffee and pop them That's back That's a in. lot of work. It is, but hey, it's worth it. Yeah. So, what are you obsessed with this week, Lauren? So this one's kind of weird. Not 
normally it's like a show or something you know like that but today it's my mom oh yeah <laughs> yes Aww. so uh my mom has been so sweet since i was in college she's always sent me a valentine's day card which is really sweet is super and she generally sweet. puts a gift card in it which just makes it like really really nice yeah, yeah so i assumed when i got married that that would just stop you know yeah um because you know that's kind of more of a romantic holiday. <laughs> um, and she didn't. And now she sends me and my husband uh, a gift card to a restaurant. Really? Yeah. So she's like, I want to make sure you guys have good date nights. Yeah. And it's always really sweet. And then once we had kids, she sent them an individual card. Um, and she'll even pay for like the postage for each of them to get their own separate oh, card. So, so they, they were like, open it yeah, themselves. That's they were cool. super excited about it today. And I always forget about it. And then I see it in the mail and I'm like, mom, you've been doing this for so long and it's so sweet. And, uh, it totally made my day today cause today was awful. And oh. so I was like, super like, mom, this is awesome. So shout out to the moms out there. Yeah. Yeah. I do have like, there's a, a photo that came up that, uh, in my Facebook memories or whatever, it was like an, an episode or not an episode, a, uh, Valentine's day that I was with my mom. I was single Aww. that year and I spent it with my mom. And so there's That's still really a photo sweet. I brought her flowers and stuff. And so, yeah, yeah, it was good. I am sweet sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. So let's transition okay. into overcoming the fear of going live. Oh, wow. That was really intense. Was it? Good. <laughs> I, I went for that. Went for that. Um, yeah. So, Lauren, start us off here. Okay. So, tonight, we're going to be breaking it down into, we're going to be chatting about the psychology slash biology behind this fear. There's actually reasons why you feel the way that you do. Um, and then we're going to talk about some of the common fears that we hear about going live and what you can do to overcome them. And then we're going to end off with our top 10 tips to conquer your fear of pushing the go live button. Because ultimately, we want after you listen to this episode for you to feel empowered to try it yourself if you never have, or for you to consistently start going live. Um, just because there's so many advantages to that. And so Brian, real quick, before we go into the deep fears, mm -hmm. Why should you be going live if maybe you're a business or marketer? Or things oh, like that. absolutely. Well, first off, you should always be on the cutting edge of technology, right? And especially in the communication world. So um, there's a podcast I listen to. It's like the communication shift that's the biggest communication shift that's happened in the past 500 years is happening right now, right? The printing press came. And then now, obviously, with the internet and how we communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. And so obviously going live on these platforms, it's free for one, yeah. right? You're just automatically, you're able to, to do that. But um, really is an authentic connection because it's not a pre-produced video, right? Mm -hmm. There's not cuts and edits in between this. And so um, it's very authentic and you can interact um, like we're doing right now. Um, actually, we have a comment on our Facebook live right now that uh, Lauren, you were explaining me <laughs> about my inner ears not, not growing. And so it's one of those things that's like we're able to interact yeah. with the people who are joining us. So we have several people on with our, our Facebook live right now that we're doing. Uh, being able to call some of those people out. Alex is out there. Davis Nicholson's out there too. So it's interacting with that. So we appreciate you you guys uh, joining our, our live tonight. And so that is one of those things yeah. that makes an authentic connection. And for your business, for your personal life, whatever, if you're trying to reach more people to serve them and uh, obviously help them out, this is a, a great way to do it. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to dive into kind of the research that we found when we were looking into what is the psychology and there's a little bit of biology that goes into that fear that you feel. Um, so the first one that I was looking at was it's, the term is called mere exposure. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the reasons why you do not like being in front of the camera. Um, okay, so this is a little bit of a longer quote, so stick with me. Okay. 
Okay, it says, the reason you hate the way you look on video is the combo effect of mere exposure and confirmation bias. Formulated in 1968 by psychologist Robert Zajonk. Yeah. Okay. The mere exposure effect (laughs) asserts that people react more favorably to to things they see more often. Since we see ourselves most frequently in the mirror, this is our preferred self-image. According to the mere exposure effect, when your slight facial, facial symmetries are left unflipped by the camera, you see an unappealing, unappealing, deformed version of yourself. I completely understand that. Yes. Yeah. As a photographer, I would assume yeah. you would totally get that. <laughs> um, and so basically, if you're always looking into a mirror, the actual difference that you're going to see from a photography perspective is going to be different than what you're used to looking at. Yeah. Um, and so what your brain is basically telling you is that that's not what I'm supposed to look like, even though it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> it's what everyone else sees. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. Which might make sense of also some of the things when we talk about, you know, people see some different things about us. It's probably because they're also seeing a different, a slightly different version. Well, well, and we always joke about it. It's like self-awareness is really a, such a valuable trait to have. <laughs> um, because there is one thing on there, too, of kind of being uh, okay with who you are, how mm-hmm. you look, um, and being caught off guard, right? If somebody takes a, a candid photo of you that, you know, it is your side and it's your not so good side of your face sure. or something, what you're used to looking in the mirror. Um, we naturally go to that, right? We naturally look in the mirror and we're like uh, giving ourselves like different looks to make, make us feel better, you know? And then somebody cap- captures a candid of us and it takes us off guard. So sure, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's called mirror exposure. And the second one is confirmation bias. And so they said confirmation bias is our tendency to search for and find information that backs up our previously held beliefs and reinforces our brains. Here's a fancy word. Ooh. Heuristics. Okay. Okay. Heuristics are brain tricks or shortcuts that help humans make sense of the world around them in rapid pace. Okay. Um, so we want to be right. So we look for all the information that's going to corroborate on the, our thoughts. If you think you're going to look awkward on camera when reviewing your video, you will actively search out evidence that that is true. This Ooh. means that some people can only ever see their faults. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's why you need good people in your life that are saying, yeah. hey, that was really good. You actually did come. I mean, like, again, mm-hmm. that self, self-awareness, self we always assume that it's going to be terrible. It's going to be I look the worst that I have ever looked and I sounded really stupid and all that. Most of the time people don't even see that. They see who you are as a person and that authentic connection and are okay with that. So you can see like the, the combined, like with a mere exposure and confirmation bias together, um, can be kind of a powerful force to work against. Um, and so if you're more actively aware that you do these things, a lot of times you can overcome them easier as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to jump. We have a, a comment from Alex that says, whoa, that's crazy. Also probably why when taking selfies, it looks good while you're taking it. But once the photo adjusts uh, to the unmirrored, it looks super weird. Right. Yeah. I think she's totally right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And again, if you're watching on the live, throw some comments in there. Talk to us here. We're uh, obviously going in pretty deep on some of this stuff, so it's very yep. interesting. So thank you, Alex, for commenting. Okay. So now we switch from the psychology to a little bit of biology here. Okay. Yes. Okay. Finally. Oh, that's what you were wanting? No, it's biology. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love biology. Okay. Very excited. Okay. Um, okay. So stressful situations can trigger our bodies to go into flight or fight mode. Yes. Okay. So we know this, like, we, it's kind of that adrenaline surge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... The quote that I got was actually from, I'm going to say this wrong. Is it Wistia? Is that how you pronounce? Oh, yeah. 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 Wistia, so they, they yeah. did this 
awesome article. And then we will put links to it in our blog. Um, And I loved this um, kind of going on stage fright on camera is what they were talking about. And so they said, as social creatures, we're hardwired to worry about our reputation and how others perceive us. The decision our brain makes to determine whether or not a situation is stressful is made by sensory input and processing. And for most people, the danger of blowing their lines when they're going live is enough to trigger a fight or flight response. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what they're saying is what exactly happens when that is triggered, basically. Mm. And so they go into... Your brain triggers and secretes what they call, I'm not going to do the whole scientific term, they put it in a little acronym, A-C-T-H is mm. the... Um, <clears throat> That's very boring. I know, but you know, <laughs> anyways, basically this is when the adrenaline hits your body. And so when fight or flight happens, these are the kind of reactions that you normally can receive. So your neck and back can tense up and you slouch. Mm-hmm. Your muscles prepare for attack and your legs and hands shake. Goodness. Uh, your blood pressure jumps. Your digestion shuts off to maximize delivery of nutrients to muscles and vital organs, which causes butterflies. Oh, okay. <laughs> and your pupils dilate, so it's difficult to read anything up close. <laughs> so this is what happens. Like if you are really nervous in front of the camera, a lot of times you're actually going to be getting that surge of adrenaline, and you're mm-hmm. going to actually go through a fight or flight response. Your body is ready for survival. That is crazy. (laughs) Right. So what they said is, so when you're standing in front of a camera and start to feel anxious or get stage fright, you're not just forgetting the words. You can't even actually think of them. Um, And it doesn't help if your pupils are dilated, like you can't even read. (laughs) Um, But what the encouraging part is when you hear all this, it makes it sound like we're pretty much screwed. You know, but uh, this doesn't mean you're hardwired to freeze up in front of a camera forever. In fact, just as your brain can be tricked into tensing up during stressful situations, you can also trick your brain into feeling more confident. Oh, interesting. Right. And so that was like their whole purpose was going into understanding if your body is going into that, you can walk yourself back off that ledge, basically. (laughs) Um, This is good because I actually have this in like normal conversations, which is random people. Right. I get all like shaky right. and I can't. So this is not just in front of the camera. Obviously this has, I was thinking this, about so. this. Um, I won't specifically name, but we had a particular time where we were doing some training about Facebook live and we had someone who was incredibly nervous and I wish I would have had some of this information yeah, yeah. to help her out because I think she was just super embarrassed about yeah. it. Yeah. It is. It is a nerve wracking thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and that's something too, I, I've had to come to realize is I've done this for years. So I've, I started in, especially when Facebook live first came out, actually meerkat, I'm going to throw it back to, you remember Meerkat? Mm-mm. Okay, Meerkat was like one of the first streaming services that, that came out. And so uh, I started interacting on that. And then when Facebook Live launched, I started a show called Light Chasers where I interviewed other photographers and we did a live. Yeah. And so I forced myself to do that, to be able to interview people, to be able to get them on camera, make them feel comfortable and make sure that I can kind of steer the ship as we're doing this, but also interact with the comments and different things like that. It's it's definitely intense. Yeah. And it's even more intense if you're just you talking directly mm-hmm. to camera. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Absolutely. So kind of thinking about those things in mind. So we've talked a little bit about the psychology with like mere confirmation and confirmation or mere confirmation. Meerkat confirmation. <laughs> mere exposure and oh, confirmation yeah. bias. Um, and then we also talked about the biology of the fight or flight. So these are kind of things that can be kind of working against you. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, knowledge is kind of power in this situation where you can really, if you're understanding that you might be hardwired to do that. 
preparing yourself ahead of time. And so that's kind of where we're going to go into is the common fears that we hear a lot in our industry of why people are excuses people might give to not go live. Yeah. Um, or just natural responses. Okay. So the first one is I'm not ready to do video. I'm not a professional. Mm. Mm. Okay. So how would you negate that one of saying you don't have to be a professional to go live? Well, I mean, one, we talk about it. You don't need professional equipment. So right now, obviously, we're talking in professional mics. Correct. We have lighting. We have a camera here. Uh, but most of the time, I mean, you can go live on your phone. I think people are becoming more and more comfortable with that. Yeah. Oh. Um, and I, I mean, honestly, being able to say, I mean, I'm not professional is, is just one of those things that I, we always say, well, what are the questions that people ask you about your business? right? Mm -hmm. What are the most common questions? And I guarantee you, any business owner, anybody who's in a specific industry says, oh yeah, they, they ask about this and this and this and this and this. We talk about that. I mean, we're going to talk about a little bit later of things to discuss, but um, a lot of times you just get in front of the camera and you, you feel like you have to have it all laid out perfectly and you don't. I mean, yep. you need to have a plan, but uh, you don't have to be a professional about this. People don't want to see a professional. They don't want to see a news anchor, right? Yeah, They want absolutely. to see you. So Yeah. And I think like practice makes perfect. And I think it really, I mean, just getting in front of the camera itself. Um, and I think now that it's with your phone, it doesn't feel as intense. Um, we have like a professional setup right now and that's the, not the norm for most people. And so, um, it's not as intense as staring into the actual circular lens of a camera. It's now just like your small phone, which you're used to taking selfies on. Yeah. You're used to oh, taking yeah. videos on it. Um, this difference is that you've just pushed a button to the stream. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Well, in a way, and we may talk about this a little bit later, but a way to really get over that fear a lot of times is uh, doing stories. Mm -hmm. Stories is a great way to be able to do short recorded clips if you're not completely comfortable going live in front of people. Being able to actually go through and, and like record those 15 seconds, like that helps get you comfortable with the camera. That's a really good tip. Hey, thanks. <laughs> if you don't say, oh, we can shut it off now. Let's just go home. That was good. That was Let's do good. Instagram stories. That's it. <laughs> All right. So this one is actually probably, I would say, one of the most common that we hear is what would I even talk about if I was to go live? Yeah. Which we kind of hit on a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, talk about the things. It just depends on who you're connecting with, who your audience is. Uh, you know, for us, we understand that, you know, our marketing professionals and that type of thing. So we know who we're talking to um, when, we're, when we're going through this. But uh, if it is your customers or your business, you understand you're you're in it every single day. You know who you're dealing with. Um, that's one of those things that's like I'm sure you can have frequently asked questions and just cover those. That's probably 20 different topics you could probably cover with just that. Absolutely. I think uh, with a lot of times when we've sat down and we've started going through those frequently asked questions, then each one of those questions, you're like, oh, and we could also talk about this and we could also yeah. talk about, you know, and it's like it just becomes a long list of 50 topics. Now, once you get through those 50 topics, sometimes you have to get a little bit of creative, but we like to talk about evergreen content. Evergreen. <laughs> That's one of my favorite words. It is one of Brian's favorite <laughs> words. <laughs> Evergreen content is so great because it just never gets old because yep. you will continue. If you're a roofing company, I'm sure you get the same questions and you could make videos of that every single year and update those. And we've actually done that with several people. It's like, yep. well, I talked about this last year. It's like, well, did it? Is it old? No, yeah. I can still talk about the same thing. It's always it's always relevant. So it's relevant content. Yeah. So, um, there's always going to be a lot of things to talk about. And I think one of the things that's great about live is that it's not like when you push the button, it's like, well, you have to go for 30 minutes. Um, you can go for a shorter time, and you know, you can work into the algorithms of what works best and all those kind of things. 
But for practice, for sure. I mean, start with if you need to start with shorter lives, that's okay. There's yeah. nothing. There's no rule that's gonna. You know, you're not gonna get like a penalty flag or something. That's nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so, anyways, um, totally. It's totally possible that there's a lot more than you realize to talk about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Sure. Okay, here's another one. Uh-oh. So you finally pushed the button. You went live. You went live. It happened. And nobody watched. Nobody showed up. You know, it's surprising because we've had, and I have, we have to tell people this all the time, right? It's not always about the live interaction. It mm-hmm. can be about the replay. So always make sure that whenever you go live on whatever platform, make sure you share that, mm-hmm. right? It's about the replay viewers too. So, uh, yeah, I would say consistency, mm-hmm. right? And even our live tonight that we're doing. So um, we've had upwards of, I think, 14 people. That have jumped on, which yep. is the most we've ever had. Um, and so it is one of those that, you know, we're hovering right around that seven or eight, which you don't think is a lot. But if you're in a room full of 14, 15 people, like that's a lot of people yep. to talk to, right? And so kind of think of it like that. Hey, you know, it's not always a, a bunch of numbers, but consistency, sharing it out. And then also understanding when people are, are watching live yeah, video. absolutely. Right? So we're doing this at night because a lot of people are at home hanging out, sitting on the couch, right? Uh, and so they want to obviously interact at that at that time. So yeah. it just depends. Yeah, absolutely. And I think about it, you know, it again, we're going back to that that practice aspect, and you have to kind of build that audience over time. So don't expect that when you push live or to go live the first time that you're going to have a nine hundred thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> nine hundred thousand people watching your live it takes time to build that community that audience that really cares and that they would even trust you with their time i yeah. think that's a big thing that we're seeing with people with the rise of social media it's a trust factor yeah. should i even trust you with my time yeah absolutely so. yeah they want to know that it's valuable if they're going to sit down and watch it they want to know that you have you know like i said you don't have to be a professional at this but you definitely need to have some type of uh you know plan in place oh, to, to know where you're going with so yeah, yeah. all right all right, this one should be your favorite. <laughs> tech problems. Yay, tech problems. <laughs> I'm sure anyone. So I. So here we're gonna we're gonna jump back into our into our comments here, right? So we put out a poll. Yeah. On our on our live here that you can do, and it was very surprising. So we said, "Have you used Facebook Live before?" So if you're watching right now on your live, uh, make sure to vote. It's right there on your screen. Vote. Uh, but it was interesting. We're at a fifty fifty split right now, That's and I know surprising. several people have voted because it was like a hundred percent yes for quite a while. Then yeah. Went to like eighty and back to you know different different percentages. Now we're down to fifty percent. Uh, so it's very interesting to see where we're at with that. But a lot of times people are afraid of having tech issues, right? And so um, I think just being transparent, like I said, tonight we're using OBS, which is uh, a new software I've used long years and years ago, trying it out again, seeing if it works because we're just figuring out different solutions. And so it is one of those things of being able to be authentic with your people and saying, hey, you know, we're trying this and we may mess up, yeah, but, um, you know, hang with me. I think that that the cool part about live is being authentic. Like I've hit my face on the mic already <laughs> twice because Brian has shoved it in my face. Did I? I didn't mean to. 
<laughs> because I, I don't, I tend to move around um, because I don't like being up that close. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's going to be times where you, you do stuff that's kind of silly, but that's the whole point of live. It's supposed to be authentic. It's not supposed to be an anchored show. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that you cannot do an anchored show. Oh, absolutely. But at really where live is at its best is where it's that authentic thing. And we've had plenty of tech issues that happen, and we yeah. are a professional company that has professional gear. But we're going to have problems, too. There's always something. Always something. There's never a time that it – like even tonight, we had the stream key issue. Yeah. There's just something, and, and unless you're in the world of streaming, you don't even know what that is. <laughs> if you're just using your phone, you don't even have to worry about what that is. Um, but just those little things, it's like, oh, that number was off, or it was, I got it from the wrong location. Sure. Just little things that happen. Which makes a really good point that actually the more gear that you get, the more problems that actually can happen. Mm. And so, you yeah. know, starting small and working that way to understand what you're doing, don't just go out and buy a $1,500 camera. Yep, yep. Yeah. You know, that you don't even know how to work. <laughs> well, and think that it's just going to solve all the problems because it doesn't. Oh, yeah. no, so Not at all. Yeah. But if you do want to talk gear, I'm all about talking some tech. Yes. Very and he exciting. really is into that. So I please drop it. your comments if you have ever had issues with Facebook Live or <laughs> one of those things or camera questions because yep. he likes to talk about them with me and I, I'm not as interested. She's not. <laughs> She's not. All right. Okay, so kind of on the same vibe, we had tech issues. The fifth fear that we were going to talk about was I'm going to embarrass myself. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't – the only thing I can think of, right, is mm-hmm. is the video of the guy who is who is a news anchor. Yeah. And, or he was a commentary, I guess. And so he's sitting in his home office, mm-hmm. and then his, like, little – toddler comes walking oh, yeah. in the background. He, he was a um, reporter. He was a reporter and yeah. then, you know, live on this big show. Uh, it's one of those things that people are super forgiving. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're not dropping all kinds of cuss words and different yep. things and doing something crazy, right? Uh, then most of the time, if it's a genuine mistake, people actually think it's endearing. Like it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's pretty funny. So there are a lot of times too, if you're going to embarrass yourself, like Sometimes it's, I mean, honestly, everybody does, and that makes it even more authentic, too. Mm-hmm. I think there's more of a connection with that. So, sure. And I think you're a lot more relaxed if you're not trying to be perfect. Yep. Um, and that's something, um, I don't know if this is something we'll talk about later, but you know, it's just more of a communication practice. But if you're trying to memorize everything that you're going to say, you'll mess up a lot more. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. just kind of being comfortable with what you're talking about, you're going to be so much more natural. Um, and so don't be worried about making mistakes. Um, there's always going to be things that are funny that happens, but if you're kind of confident in who you are and that it's okay, it's not end of the world situation. I can understand if you are a marketer and you're representing a business that's not necessarily yours, there is a little bit more pressure there. And I get that. Um, But still being comfortable, if it's a place that you like to work at and being comfortable with what you do, normally you're very good at what you do and you understand what you're talking about. And there's no really reason that you have to be perfect and completely rigid. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and just even that, I mean, I don't think even working for another company, you want to handle yourself professionally, like you said. But even in that people make mistakes all the time when they come in businesses. So it is one of those things where you're like, they don't expect you in the business to be absolutely perfect all the time. Right. And so they shouldn't expect that on camera either. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. So we have, before we go and jump into our last one here, uh, we're down to a 60, 40 split. Have you used Facebook live before? 60% of people say, uh, nope. And 40% has to say they have, that's actually higher than what I thought it was. So that's awesome. That's great. Maybe after this episode, they're going to be like, I'm going to try it. Try it out. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump into the last uh, common fear, which is, do you not like the sound of my own voice? Yeah. 
which I mentioned that ahead of time, right? I could hear my my southern twang come out. I don't hear when I hear I your voice. You. I don't actually well, hear you, a lot of southern. Are you from the south though? Too. I mean, originally, it's, I grew up since I was five. I oh, was okay, born in okay. Chicago, but hey, that's, oh yeah, yeah. See, I remember. That. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it is. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but you can't hear my southern twang. Um, but it is one of those things. I mean, I'm very, very critical of my own voice. I think a lot of people are. Are you really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I hide it well. That's apparently good. that's really good. good. We've been working for a while together. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so I actually have a cool quote of why we typically do not like our voice. Mm. Um, okay, so it's a very technical, so I'm going to try to like skip some of it a little bit. But when, okay, so according to Rachel Feltman at the Washington Post, when we hear other people speak, our eardrums and inner ears vibrate from the sound waves coming in from outside. Vibrations that the brain converts into sound. The same is true when we hear ourselves speaking, but added to these external sound waves are other internal vibrations from deep within our bodies. Okay, vibrations from our vocal cords and airways that get added into the mix. So there's more sound when we're talking. Okay, that we're used to hearing. Makes sense. As a result, the voice we hear inside our heads is lower, richer, and there's some additive. I have no idea how to say, Um, but it's just richer (laughs) because of extra rumblings and hearing um, coming from outside ourselves. Um, So any say when we hear our recorded voice all that inner rumblings is completely removed. Mm. So what it says is that our, our voice then sounds tiny and alien. Yeah. It's no wonder we don't like it without the deeper and richer undertones added by our internal hearing system. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can relate with that. <laughs> I can, because <Okay>. even now. <laughs> so as I'm wearing my super awesome in-ear, like yes. I sound a lot deeper sure. than what I think whenever I will hear this recording. I'm like, wow, that's, I sound like a puny guy. I've never heard your voice and thought, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, but I have definitely heard my voice and it seems way higher than what I'm normal. But so anyways, there's actually a reason for that. Um, But it is definitely not a reason not to go live. That's true. You should still go live no matter what. It's your voice. And that's what other people are used to hearing is your voice. Yeah, So just because you're not comfortable with it means you should probably just stop talking in general out in public in everyday life if you're still not comfortable. Anyway, sorry. Harsh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're moving on here. Okay. Um, So how do we overcome or conquer these fears? Yeah. People that have stayed with us, thank you. Yes, Because we're here now. We have arrived. Yes. Um, Okay, so we're going to go over our top 10 tips to conquer your fear of going live. Hopefully after this, um, you can feel a little bit more empowered to overcome that fear and actually start going live on a regular basis. Okay. So the first one is to understand why you're uncomfortable and confront it. Okay. So we've talked about like the psychology, the biology, that there are reasons why you actually feel the way that you do. You're not crazy by any means. Um, But if you understand those things, you can move forward from that. Um, Also understanding like if your brain is playing tricks on you or do you have a negative image of yourself? And then it's a little bit of self-help talk here. But I mean, honestly, if you have a confident image of who you are, you're going to be more confident to push that, you know, play button, a live my goodness, I cannot talk tonight. The live button. The live you got button. It. You got it. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it's kind of going back to that confirmation bias that if you're looking for yourself to look awful, you're going to find it. Yeah, true. Um, and so understanding that and, and confronting that. Yeah, 
That is that is interesting and like self um just your body image, mm-hmm. how you feel like you look and, and sound. Um I mean I think it's good for people to take photos like See the, all the candid photos of yourself, right? Yeah. And just become comfortable so that way whenever you are on camera, it's not the first time you're seeing yourself. Absolutely. Right? Uh, <laughs> um, Might be shocking. Yeah, and just be okay with it because there are people in your life that love you, hopefully. If not, we love you. Oh, my gosh, Ryan. <laughs> and so uh, just be understanding of that, right? Just yes. understand that that there are people that care about you. And, and so this is getting real deep. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just understand that that you know people like you. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. This is going to be a really hard transition to our next oh, one. No, <laughs> I haven't. I hadn't read the next one here. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Our second one <laughs> is that people do not care. <laughs> but there's a deeper meaning to this. People do not care. That you're not perfect. Yes, absolutely. That should have been a, a completion of that statement. <laughs> okay, so I actually used to teach speech to high school students. Goodness. Um, and so they were deeply afraid of public speaking. Um, and I just had to tell them, like, you have to be honest. It's not that people don't care about you, like, like just like you said. But I was like, people do not care that greatly about what you're presenting. Yeah, they just don't. Um, I was like, they're going to, like, zone out. They're going to daydream a little bit. Like, it's it's really not that big of a deal. And it really helped me. I used to be terrified of public speaking. And it really helped to realize that not everyone is 100% engaged. They're writing down notes. They're really critiquing what I'm doing. And they don't care as much as you do. Yeah. And so really understanding, like, you are your own worst critic. Yeah. And you always will be. And people do not care as much as you do. And if you bring attention to a, a, a mess up, or a mistake, a lot yeah. of times people didn't even notice that. Absolutely. Right? And so you bringing attention to it because you're nervous about it, a lot of times it is worse than just skipping over it, moving on. Yeah. I think we've created so many videos with clients for ourselves and everything. There is no such thing as a perfect video. No, no, not at all. There's always yeah. things that you could have done better. Even from a speaking, from a shooting perspective, you know, editing all of the things, there's nothing that will ever make it perfect. And so if you're trying to achieve that, you're going to fail every time. And so, you know, just finding those measures of success that are important to you is important as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Okay. That was, that was an okay transition. We're okay. Ooh. We survived that transition. <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're good here. Okay. So the next one, and I apologize, our numbers on our, our Google Doc kind of got, they're all number one. So if I get off track, I apologize. The 10 number one things you should do. <laughs> uh, was to breathe. <sighs> my Apple Watch reminds me of this all the time, and it's usually in a stressful situation. Yeah, it does. And it hasn't while we're doing this podcast. That's so good. Phil, you Mine know, told me to stand up. I was like, you better stand up. Yeah. I've been sitting too long. <laughs> but just breathing is good. And actually, those exercises on, on your Apple Watch are good. Yeah. So just kind of. <sighs> Absolutely. Yeah. So when I was actually reading and doing some research about the fight or flight thing, that was one of the ways that you can overcome that is that if you are, like, hyperventilating, your body is saying you're in a stressful situation. It's going to continue to hmm. feel that way. So if you start to breathe, you can trick your body into actually starting to calm down and say, I'm not in a stressful situation. I'm okay, which you're I'm not because you're in front of a camera. It's yeah. not going to attack you. Um, so breathing is actually a really important thing to help you feel safe and relax. And then naturally, then you can actually start thinking clearly. You can actually see what you're prepping with, you know, all yeah. things. When you feel so mad that you want to roar, oh. just take a deep breath, count, count to four. four. <laughs> Daniel Tiger, shout out there Guys, for all the toddlers Daniel watching. Daniel Tiger. He understood. He knew what was up. Just saying. Wise, wise Daniel Tiger. Oh my goodness. All right, moving on. All right. Number one. Yeah. 
I'm waiting on you. Oh, me. Oh. Yeah, I'm waiting on you. Uh, look just past the top of the lens. So when you're on video, right, and this is more when you have a camera. Yeah. Right? So we have a camera right now. I'm looking at the top. Mm-hmm. And anybody can comment right now and say that I'm not. Well, yeah, that or Caleb bouncing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. <laughs> Um, But look at the top of the lens, it actually does. It makes it a little bit easier Mm because, like, we have a little mark at the top. Um, I'm seeing Zeiss because that is a really nice lens, and I'm very proud of that lens. Shout out to Jason Miller of Red Barn Studio. Doing some trade-out work and uh, getting some nice lenses here. Uh, But, yeah, that helps, obviously, because if you're looking directly into that lens, Mm -hmm. it does get intimidating because it looks like an eyeball staring right back at you. What was in the office where it was, like, an old salesman trick where it's like you look at the middle of their forehead? Dwight says that to Angela. He's yeah. Like, I'm looking. It's like, oh, yeah, don't. He's like, I can't look in your eyes anymore. He's like, oh, don't. Just look at the middle of my forehead. That's an old sales trick. <laughs> so there you go. It's an old live that. video trick. Just look at the top of the lens. Sorry, yeah. I went way off track with that. No, that's completely fine. But, I mean, there are small tricks that you can do to make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Okay. Okay. So this one we cannot harp on enough, but practice makes perfect. Yeah. Um, so if you only go live – once every other month, it's never going to feel comfortable because you're not doing it very often. And so doing it all the time, um, before your first live, you can also practice before you go live, actually just click a record button on your phone and everything and just actually see yourself on video. So you're a little bit more comfortable doing it. But do not let that stop you from going on live. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because even in a live situation, you figure out there's no there's no do-overs, yeah. so I have to, like, a mental game to where you just push through. Uh, we do that when I'm recording with a lot of people if they're doing, like, sit-down interview style. I'm like, just go through. Don't even don't even stop. Even if you mess up, just keep keep going. Absolutely. Because you get in a mental mode where it's like, if you think that you can stop because you messed up, you will every single time, right? Yeah. Um, and so going live actually forces you to just do it. And so Absolutely. making sure to practice that, like walking through a lot of uh, public speakers do this where they'll they'll talk, they'll go through their talk and they'll record themselves and kind of critique themselves a little bit. They still do the talk. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. So it's kind of the same situation. So that's good. I think like the more, you know, I had not gone previously to working with you, Brent, I had not gone live. Um, that's just not what I do. Um, and so I just she to... never wanted to be in front of a camera. Right. Or behind a microphone. Yeah. So. And so um, now I have a lot of practice and I, I don't. For the most part, I don't ever get nervous. <laughs> Unless Brian makes it nervous. <laughs> say, it's usually my fault if something happens. I'm you freaking feel out over self-conscious or something. or something. Yeah, I am. Like, get closer to the microphone, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Microphone. Because I'm moving around. I'm going to do that for you. Please okay. don't. All right. <clears throat> All right. So this seems like obvious, but I feel like it needs to be said. If you, if you look good, you feel good. So, I mean, just a common trick, if you want to feel confident, dress confidently. Mm-hmm. Like, don't wear the thing that you're like, well, I kind of look fat in this shirt. Don't wear that shirt the day you're yep. going live. Yep, yep. Yeah. I do that a lot, actually. Just what? even our podcast recordings, there's a lot oh. of things I'm like, man, I shouldn't have wore this, worn this shirt. And, I mean, it really does. It affects your performance or perfects sure, your sure. engagement. And it's not even about you. It's about the people you're trying to serve. And so feel confident in that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wear sweatpants. Just feel confident, you know what I'm saying? I did think about that the other day, though, because we were actually working in the office for several hours, and then we had booked a podcast recording, and I hadn't even thought about that. And by the end of the recording, I realized I had never, like, checked my hair. I hadn't done anything. I was just so, like, 
into the. Just going. I heard just going. So I probably look pretty bad, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something about it. So. Oh, yeah. All right. That I'm is just why teasing. I get self conscious. Just teasing. <laughs> All right. So prepare what you are going to say. Is that the, is that the thing? Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. next one. Yeah. So it is good. We talked about this having a plan. Yeah. Right? We always talk about three bullet points. If you're going live, obviously this is an extremely long live. Yeah. And not typical of what we tell people or work with, right? 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, roughly where you want to stand. Yeah. Um, because that gets the most engagement. That's enough time to deliver some content. Uh, most of the time, if you're turning it into a podcast episode, 20 minutes is a good time sure, for people to sure. drive to work or drive to drop their kids off or whatever, right? Or run on the treadmill. But practice what you're going to say. You usually have three bullet points. And do not memorize. Nope. Don't memorize. And also have 10 number ones. Yeah, because that's not confusing. Not at all. <laughs> that last one was, yeah, don't do that. All right. All right, number nine. I just said this. Focus on your audience, right? Yeah, you did, actually. I did. So, so number nine, focus on your audience, not you. It's not about you. Sorry. Yeah. It's just not it's Back not to about the people you. that people don't care. People don't care. <laughs> they love you, but they don't care. Uh, yeah, but, like, I mean, again, that's what we always talk about. Like, I had somebody, I'm in a podcast group, and somebody's like, hey, are there too many business podcasts out there? And it's like, well, it just depends on who you're trying to serve, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, I listen to multiple podcasts, different marketing ones, and I like each specific podcast for a for the host. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I connect with them on different levels. I like the way they joke or how they address topics. So you never know. You find your voice, but it's all about your audience. Absolutely. I, I mean, you nailed it. Hey, thanks. There you go. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right. It's the last one, right? Yep. <sighs> go ahead. Okay. Prepare for mistakes. So like we said earlier, there is no perfect video. Um, And so just be prepared that you're going to make mistakes and just let them roll or laugh it off. It's not a big deal. Um, We've made a couple mistakes during this live and it has not, (laughs) for the most part. For the most part. (laughs) It has not uh, ruffled us to the point where we cannot continue. I mean, it, it just makes us more authentic and probably more relatable, to be really honest, that we're real people. We have real lives. We had stressful days or we had relaxing days, you know, whatever it might be. Um... But uh, definitely prepare for mistakes. And that's one of the reasons, particularly we will repeat, do not memorize what you're going to say um, because when you do mess up, then you won't be able to recover. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and that is one of those things too. I was actually going to pull it up here, but we have, um, you know, some of our podcast episodes. I mean, we record those live for the most part, right? Yeah. Um, There are even mistakes in those, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's always just be understanding of, hey, this is not going to be perfect and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. That was really good, yeah. right? Yeah, I feel like really there's good. a lot of information there. There's so much information in there. And uh, if you're watching on our live stream right now, you have any questions, let us know. Um, if you are listening to this after the fact, make sure you check out our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash go rogue. And uh, make sure that you're on there. Subscribe, like, comments, all the things. We'd love to interact with you. Um, but also, I think this has been a this has been a great episode. Yeah, I would agree. All right. So we will see you guys next time. Thanks again.
Rapid fire questions. Let's go, Lauren. Okay. Where would you go if you were invisible? Oh, that's so weird. I know. It's kind of a creepy question. That is super creepy. <laughs> I know. But I, okay, so I don't care where, which side you're on. Yeah. But if you were an invisible and you could walk into the White House where no one's in performing, oh. what is going on in that place? Like, you would be so, you know, it might be interesting or scary. I don't know. It, I think it'd be interesting. Okay. Mine would actually probably be, oh, well, this is like a travel back in time thing. Yeah, you're just invisible. I'm just invisible. Why can't I add things to this? Oh, gosh. Okay, well, I was thinking, I was like, it'd be cool to be in the garage with, like, Steve Jobs whenever, you know, him and um, Wachowski's, like, coming up with the that's first. That's very specific. Yeah, that, that's... that's Current time, you're invisible. Current time. Uh, maybe see what uh, old... Uh, um, what's... Oh, gosh. Elon, like, in the boardroom with, like, Tesla dealers are, like, the designers of Tesla. That would be kind of cool. I'd be like hanging out there, right? That's cool. Yeah, it's not creepy. That's cool. Yeah, it is a ho- <laughs> it's a one that definitely verges on the creepy side. It does, yeah. but you know. So again, we're recording this live, so you can in the comments answer that question. Where would you go if you were invisible? Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. What is the last item you purchased for yourself? This isn't like I went to Walmart and bought mm. bananas. I'm, I'm saying an item that you like picked out, like kind of like a treat yourself item. This shirt. Really? Yep. Wow. That was easy. It was. I didn't expect to buy it and saw it. And uh, shout out to my Whoa Wait Walmart peeps. Oh, it's from Walmart? It is. That's a good shirt. Wait, Walmart? Yeah. They've inspired me, actually. I'm starting to be like, you know what? I need to look through this stuff. They got some, like, kind of hidden things in there. They're trying. They're really trying. They really are. They got some cool stuff. Yeah. So, proud of them. And it was like seven dollars. It was an appearance. <laughs> I'm cheap, okay. So seven dollar shirt is awesome. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think it was I bought just two fun like uh, Apple Watch bands. They're like the really cheap, just colorful, fun ones. Yeah. They're yeah. not gonna last me a lifetime by any means, but just more fun that weren't like the professional. Like I need to look because mm. you know around here we're extremely. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely professional. I don't know. They were kind of fun. So. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Not very exciting. But uh, you know, you know. Okay. Not as exciting as a Walmart shirt. Dude, seriously. <laughs> and they did say, they were like, hey, when you're, you know, changing your dressing room or whatever, like take yeah. a shot of like you in the in the shirt. You and know what it was? That. It wasn't the last thing I bought. It was the Scentsy that you didn't bring. No, that's not my fault. <laughs> Alex Fitton, if you're out there listening, watching right now. I'm so sad. Lauren is very sad that she didn't get her Scentsy today. So. Sniff the wax bars. All right. Hey, we're out. That was good. Swift and uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>